What's up, Benfica Nation? Welcome to the second edition of Liga 3 English. Welcome back. This week we're looking at round 7 in the Portuguese third division, the Liga 3 if you want to call it. And it's another action-packed weekend of Puru Football, hashtag Puru Football, the, the official hashtag of the division of the Liga 3. Um, and I am the Mr. Mike Agustinho bringing it to you again in the same format as last week. I got some good feedback on this. It seems like you guys like this idea. It seems like you guys like hearing about the small teams in the tiny cities and towns all around the country. Uh, we will uh, we will pick it up here. Then, we, like I said, we're going to round number seven, and we will kick off our action this week from Friday, October the 28th. Yes, Friday, October the 28th is where we get started, and we are traveling to the islands. It's Fontinez taking on Bulanenses, this one in Serie B, or the, the south section, if you will. Uh, Fontinez. Club representing the tiny parish in the municipality of Praia da Vitoria on the island of Terceira. Of course, that's Fontinius hosting the historic giant, the one-time Portuguese national champion of the first division, Uj Bulanenses, and welcome them, welcoming them excuse me, to their island as this is the start of round seven, as we said. Only the sixth match, however, for Fontinius as they have they have one to make up. Fontinhas come in unbeaten in their last four. Bulanenses come in unbeaten in their last three. So this is a battle of two teams on decent form. And both of them would continue unbeaten. Uh, the match gets its first uh, fireworks, if you will, in the 39th minute when the referee sends off. Bulanenses Clay, he sees the red card, a direct red card, in the 39th minute. Five minutes later in the 44th, it's a Prince. Boncat, that's right, Prince Boncat, that's right, Prince Boncat with the goal, uh, putting Fontinez ahead. The Azorians go in to the halftime uh, team talk with the lead 1-0, but the side from the Castillo from Belay would come fighting back, but it wouldn't be until the dying moments to keep the, the Blues alive here. It would be late 90th plus four. That's when uh, the referee would point to the penalty spot. And Flavinho would step up for Ujbul and and convert his penalty in the 90th plus four. A share of the spoils to each as it is Fontinez one. Bulanesic one. Moving to Saturday, we start at the Bonfim. It's another historic club. Vitoria Stubal, the Sandinus hosting Alverca, two former first division sides right there. If you want a 1990s nostalgia uh, matchup or an early 2000s nostalgia matchup, and again, at the Stadio du Bonfim. And it's actually the visitors getting on the score sheet first. Marcus Silva puts Alverca ahead in the fifth minute, but... The Sandinus go level on the in the 33rd minute on the foot of the league's leading goal scorer, the 35-year-old 
Portuguese striker Ezequinha. He does it again. He scores his eighth of the season, brings Vitória Stubal level, and that's how this one would finish. It would be 1-1, a share of the spoils to both teams as they continue to move through this first phase of the Liga 3. We're going to go north next up to Montalegre. They host Vila Verdense or Lank Vila Verdense if you want to use the sponsorship name. It is part of the official club name these days. And um, again, two teams in different ends of the spectrum right now. One fighting uh, to fighting for survival, if you will. One team whose objective this season is to stay in the Liga 3. The other whose objective it is to get promoted to the professional ranks or to the to the league, if you will, the League of Portugal proper, to the second division. And it starts with the home team. It's Montalegre at home taking the lead early. Of course, Montalegre have won only one of their last five, but they get the lead thanks to Ruben Neves in the sixth minute. They take that lead into halftime. But a team talk might have been all that Vila Verdes needed. The menu side come out fighting. And in the 53rd, it is Edmilson Filho with the goal, the equalizer, making it 1-1. In the 78th, Lank Vila Verdens would take the lead. Vila Verdens unbeaten in their last five. And it would be Emmanuel Mavi, sorry, Emmanuel Maviram, who would be the goal scorer in the 78th, putting Lank Vila Verdens in the lead in the 90th plus three. Frustration gets the best of Montalegros Kiku as he sees his second yellow. And the the Trajusmont side would be reduced to 10 men. The referee would then blow his whistle for full time shortly thereafter. Three points to the side from Minu, none to the side from Trajusmontes. And it is a 2-1 victory for Lanc Vila Verdens. Enough to leapfrog Verzin uh, temporarily into first place in the northern section and sit back and wait for the result of of Verzin later in the day. But before we get there, we got Mon Carpachens hosting the historic Academica de Coimbra, and the nightmare continues for the students for Academica um, on the road here against Mon Carpachens. And again, nothing to show for it, um, nothing to show for their travels. A Silvanu own goal, a Benny Silvanu own goal is all that Montcarpachens would need in this one. Academica putting it into their own goal. And you know, it's just not their season right now as the, the struggles continue at this historic club. It's been a gigantic fall from the first division to the second, now to the third. And they look like the favorites to go down to the, the CNS at the end of the season. Uh, the good news for Academica is the format and they have a chance to regroup. And the Good thing is when they get to the relegation playoff phase, you start from scratch and they'll only need to go on a little bit of a run then. But right now, it looks pretty grim for the students. All three points go to Montcarpachens. And again, uh, neither team really having won in their last five matches, but uh, but Montcarpachens pick up the much-needed three points to jump up a few spots in the table while Academica continue to struggle and continue to freefall. In the Coimbra district, we have Oliveira do Hospital hosting Union Leiria. And this was maybe the match of the weekend in the entire division, either section. Uh, two major comebacks, one from each team in this one. 
as the two teams come into this one on, on uh, well, not the best of form. Oliveira Dospital have two wins in their last five, while Union Leiria only a draw after having lost four straight before that, looking to rebound and rebound they do, although in the beginning it is, actually in the beginning it is all Union Leiria, and in one of the oddest things you'll you'll ever see, I can't remember any time before where I saw this, it is a hat trick from the penalty spot, meaning three penalty goals for Union Leiria in this one. The first one coming in the 14th minute, Sergio Ribeiro converts the penalty kick, making it 1-0 to the Leiria's side. And then they would double their lead on the 30th minute. Gonzalo Batalla would find the back of the net. Union Leiria 2, Oliveira do Hospital 0, but just before halftime, Abdul Abdulai Daff would... Uh, he would cut the lead in half just before halftime, as we said, and bring Oliveira do Hospital back into this. It'd go into halftime one to two with the side from the Queenbra district fighting to get back into it. And three minutes after halftime, they would, Patrick would level for Oliveira do Hospital. It's two, two. They have, they have uh, completed the comeback from down two nil to draw level. And they would even go ahead in the 66th minute. Rui Batalha, would find the back of the net on a brilliant breakaway. This was a nice ball. It was played in over the top, a nice flick. And he was too, just too pacey for the lady, a backline to keep pace with. He ends up going in alone and beating the goalkeeper and putting Oliveira do Hospital ahead 3-2 to, uh, three to two here with you know a little more than 20 minutes to play. And they looked like Oliveira do Hospital were going to take all three points, but then in the 90th plus... Sorry, in the 90th, again, the referee would be forced to point to the spot. And again, Sergio Ribeiro would step up for Union Leiria with the chance to tie the match in the 90th. He steps up calm, cool, and collected. He shoots one way. The goalkeeper goes the other. And Union Leiria draw level. It looked like it was going to be a share of the spoils. But then, but then Oliveira do Hospital's Antonio Alves loses his head in the 90th plus four. He gets sent off, and in his sending off, it was a needless tackle from behind. And guess what? It was in the penalty area, meaning Sergio Ribeiro will step up again in the 90th plus six. His third penalty of the match. That's right, three penalties in a match. Three converted penalties in a match. That's what I said. It is a hat trick of pens. For Sergio Ribeiro and Union Leiria win 4-3 on the road and take all three points. A much, much needed win for Union de Leiria. Now, the northern section's leaders coming into the round. Verzin would travel to São João de Madeira. Sorry, to São João Verde, excuse me. As SC João Verde would take on Verzin. And this one in the northern section, as we said. These two teams come in both on great form, uh, both unbeaten in their last five. And this was anyone's ball game to take, but it would be the home side in the 60, uh, 56th minute, excuse me, that would take the lead. Leo Ka once again getting a goal for Saint Jean Verde and putting them ahead. Verzin trying to get back into this, but again, tempers become too much. Lack of concentration happens, and in the 79th minute, in a rare occasion, uh, Verzin sees both Thiago Pereira and Bruno Bernardo sent off. Bruno Bernardo for 
picking up his second yellow and Tiago Pereira for a straight red, leaving the side who recently eliminated Sporting from the, the Portuguese Cup down to nine men and fight they would to try to get back and try to pull level and take a point from this one, but they would be unable to do so. Full time would come in Saint-Jean-Vid would take all three points, dropping Verzini to second place in the Zona A or the northern section. Um, being leapfrogged, as we said, by Lanc Vila Verdense. And then the final match on Saturday in Caldas de Reina in my backyard. The leaders of the southern section, Caldas, hosting Real Massama. And this one was a nervy, tight matchup played again in the Mata Encantada. And uh, interestingly enough, all the college fans had to present to get a free ticket to this match was their ticket from the Benfica match. So it was a buy one, get one free. Good crowd shows up at the at the Campo de Mata. And this one looked like it was headed for a 0-0 as both teams came in looking to, uh, looking to get points. They're at opposite ends of the table. Real looking to get out of the bottom, desperately needing a point here. Caldas trying to keep. It's pace at the top of the table, trying to keep pace with the Bolognese, the Sporting Bees of the world and of, of the Liga Trejan of the southern section. And three minutes from the 90th, it is the man. His real name is Dagomar Pinto. We know him as Tuga. Tuga gets on the end of a brilliant cross from Januario. And Tuga's header beats the goalkeeper to the far post. And Kaldas take the lead three minutes, 87th minute, three minutes from time. They take the lead. The Mata goes crazy, but they weren't done yet to solidify it in the 90th plus four. The referee would point to the penalty spot. And once again, it is Tuga stepping up. And Tuga converts 2-0 to Kaldas. And they stay top of the table in the south. Moving now to Sunday's matches. We go back up north. We go to the Uberso de Portugal, the cradle of Portugal. We go to Guimarães for Vitória Guimarães B versus Faf, a local derby. And it would be the visitors who come out on top in this one, but as they would pick up goals here in the 29th and in the 90th. So in the 29th, Faf would take the lead, but then have a player sent off in the 33rd. My resources at FOTMOP do not have any names for this one, so I don't know who scored the goals, and I don't know who saw the red card. But Vitória Guimarães B would pull level in the second half in the 82nd minute, thinking they were going to take a share of the spoils. But in the 90th, this was a weekend of penalties, another match where the referee points to the spot at the end of the match in minute 90. And Faf would convert this penalty, and they would take all three points home from Guimarães as it is Guimarães B1, Faf 2. Staying in the north, so now we're in São João de Madeira. It is São Joanes taking on Canelas 2010. And again, two teams coming in, and, and they are two teams in the middle of the table there in the north section. Similar form, however, uh, a couple of losses back a few games back for Canelas have them slightly below San Juanes in the table. And uh, both teams coming, you know, off of three straight weeks without a loss. But it would start early. It would be in the 12th minute. Joel Silva for 
Song Joannes would make it 1-0. And then in the 45th plus one, just before halftime, that same aforementioned Joel Silva would would find the back of the goal. It's 2-0 to Song Joannes. And they go into the halftime locker room with that 2-0 lead in the second half. Canelish come out. And they pull one back in the 58th by way of Shiku Souza. But that was as close as, as they were going to get in this one. As the side from San Juan de Madeira takes all three points. It's San Juan is two, Canelish one. Uh, heading over to the Aveiro district, it is Anadia taking on Braga B, the other mean you side, the other B side from the north. Uh, in this one, not much to talk about. Anadia come in with, you know, decent form, uh, but they were just off a 4-0 thumping from Lunk Vila Verdense. They also had a 6-0 thumping earlier in the month. Of course, that was in the Portuguese Cup to none other than Football Clube do Porto. Other than that, they've got, they got three wins in their last five, but not in this one. They were unable to really turn it around, while Braga come in also having last played the same Lunk Vila Verdense and having lost. 1-0. Um, the two teams share the spoils. Nothing to really uh nothing really to split hairs on here. It ends nil-nil. Nothing to either side. A point or a point to each side, but nothing to show. And everything stays the same for Anadia and for Braga B. The last match of the round. Sunday, October the 30th. It is Felgeta's 1932. The former club of the Porto manager, Sergio Conceição, uh, he, they take on Parij. And uh, this one, of course, part of the northern section as well. And Felgueiras come in off on the back of having lost 3-0 to Varzin last week. While, uh, while Parij come in on the back of having beat Vitória Guimarães B a week ago on the road. Back-to-back uh, -back road matches for Parij. And Felgadish would keep contact with the top of the table here. They would keep their position in the top four with this one. Picking up a 1-0 victory. A goal from Daniel Oliveira in the 60th is all they would need. And that was all they would get. It's Felgadish 1932-1. Paredes nil. Those are the matches for round seven of La Liga 3 this weekend. Let's take a look now at the table. We'll start with the north, uh, the Zona A, or the northern section, if you want to call it. We talked about it. Lank Vila Verdense jumping into first place now. Seven matches played, three, sorry, four victories, three draws, no defeats. They're still unbeaten. A goal difference of plus nine, and they have 15 points. Lank Vila Verdense now one point ahead of Verzi, while Saint Joannes is in third with 13 points, just two back of the leaders. And Felgadez only three points back of the leaders with 12 points in fourth. Fifth place right now belongs to the kind of kind of, kind of a flatlining Anadia. They have 11 points from seven matches. Sixth place belongs to Canelas with 10 points. Saint-Jean-Vid also with 10 points in seventh. Braga B is eighth with nine points. One better than ninth place, Faf. Uh, Faf have eight, while Paredes sit in 10th right now with five points. Vitória Guimarães B with four points, and the lowly Montalegre are in 12th in the zone. Bottom of the table with one point. One draw is all they've got. Seven goals for 15 against for the side from Trajus Montes. 
Now moving south to the Zona B, we've got Kaldish top of the table, like I said, uh, three points ahead of Sporting B, but the late, the Little Lions have a match in hand, only six matches played for Sporting B at the moment with 12 points. Also on 12 points is Club Football Ujbul and Ansage, the historic club, uh, three back of the leaders. Vitoria Stubal, four back of the leaders in fourth place. They have 11 points. Amora uh, taking fifth place at the moment with 10 points. And Fontinez also on 10 points in sixth. Union Leiria also on 10 points in seventh. Amora and Fontinez have six matches played, while Union Leiria have seven. We go to Ribateju for number eight for the eighth place team, and that's Alverca, of course, as they have nine points from seven matches. Oliveira do Hospital, six points from seven matches, as well as Moncarpachens, also six points from seven matches. Eleventh place belongs to Real Massama. They have four points right now from six matches. And last place uh, with one, I think they have one singular victory. Yeah, they have one victory. Uh, it is it is Academica with three points right now. Four goals for 12 against. And like I said, the students, the historic club, are really in danger here of dropping out of the top three levels of Portuguese football, which it has been kind of a rapid descent for them down the pyramid the last you know half of a decade. And um, hopefully for their sake and for their large following's sake, they can turn it around. Let's take a look now at next week's fixtures. Round number eight starts on Friday, November the 4th. We've got four matches Friday. In the north, we have Paredes hosting São Joãoense, Lanquevila Verdense hosting São João Verde, Verzin hosting Vitória Guimarães B, and the one southern match uh, on Friday is in Ribatejo. It is Alverca hosting Oliveira do Hospital. Uh, Saturday, two matches on the docket. Faf host Anadia and Academica host Vitoria Stubal in another former first division side derby. Former sides they used to be competing for European spots. Former Taça de Portugal Portuguese Cup winners. Um, they meet each other at the Municipal de Coimbra on Saturday. The rest of the matches will take place on Sunday. A total of six going on. Amora welcomes Fontinhas to uh, the Margem Sul. Uh, Braga B hosts Felgueiras in Minho at the Primeiro de Maio. Canelas will welcome Montalegre to, to their home stadium. Montalegre looking to pick up some points and get out of the bottom of the table. The big one in the south, it is at the historic Histilu. Yes, I say historic about this club every single time. It's Bulanenses hosting Caldas. First versus third. Three points separate them right now. Um, and this could be an absolute fantastic matchup. I'm really looking forward to this one for obvious reasons and not just because it's my local club in it, but these are two teams that right now are playing some of the best football in the Liga 3, and I'm excited to see it. That one takes place on Sunday. Also in the Greater Lisbon area, Sunday, Real Massama hosts Montcarpachense, and at the Magalhães Pessoa in Leiria, it is Union Leiria hosting Sporting B. The goal scorers, as we said, right now, the top scorer, I mentioned him earlier, it is the 35-year-old Portuguese striker, Zequinha, with eight goals. He leads the entire division with, with those eight goals. He's three better than the next best goal scorer. That's Paulo Marcelo, 
of Amora. Edmilson Filho of Longfield over the dance has four. So does Gonzalo Gregorio Munion Leiria. And then a whole, whole host of players with three goals. I'll just read them off for you. Leo Ka of San Juan Vir, Gustavo Moura of Varzin, Jason Bahambula of Guimarães B, Welton of Vitória Guimarães B, Polite of Felgueiras, uh, Tuga of Caldas, Sergio Ribeiro of Union Leiria. He got all three of those this weekend from the penalty spot. Prince Boncat of Fontinhas. Xavier Fernandes of Bolognese and João Augusto of Bolognese all with three goals. That's going to do it, guys, for round seven in the Liga 3. I hope everyone enjoyed this one. Uh, I hope you enjoy local football. Enjoy your local team. All right, follow them. Support your teams on their social media. Uh, they need the support. All the local clubs need support from their residents and from those those who uh, you know have moved away, but don't lose connection with your hometown. We all have one. This is pure football at this level. Hashtag Puru football, Puru football. Excuse me. And uh, remember, all, most of these matches are available on the weekend, both on Canal Owens or on Canal Owens's YouTube page. If you're interested in any of these teams, follow Canal Owens. That's C A N A L one one on YouTube, and you can even, even if you don't subscribe, you can always get a match or two from the Liga 3 for free on on the YouTube channel. Again, support local football. That's going to do it for this week. Uh, I'll catch you next time here on the Mr. Benfica Presents Liga 3 English. See you next time. We are so